Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the most amazing interview show on the Information Superhighway! Now zooming to you live and simultaneously from two secret studio bunkers in dual time zones located somewhere south of Alaska, east of Area 51, north of Guantanamo. And if I give you one more clue, we'll all be in deep trouble. It's the amazing twin namesakes separated at birth, the two most famous guys not in witness protection. It's Coffee with Jim and James! Welcome to uh, another exciting episode of Coffee with Jim and James. A big uh, shout out to our LinkedIn community. We welcome you all. Okay. As I usually do every week, a little hint about today's special guest. Some things we might find out today. Were they separated at birth? Are they in secret bunkers north of Guantanamo, south of Alaska, near Area 51? Uh, are they two of the most famous people not in witness protection? That one we're going to, that one's a, a tricky one. Always joining me is my partner in crime, my brother. Mr. James Cross. James, how are you this fine and beautiful morning, sir? I'm good. Um, excited about today's episode. I put on my good hoodie. You know, Jim, right. when I, one of the first things I remember about is every time I saw you out in the industry, you were wearing your, um, your white button-up shirt. Yep. Um, maybe I'm buttoned a little too far. Um, starch jeans, you know. You, you you didn't waste, so if you, if you know anything about Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg and other people like that, um, they've, they've went down that path of where they technically have a personal uniform that way. And the mindset behind it is that you don't have to put any thought every day or share that space up there. You can use it for other needs on what you're going to wear, right? So I'm, I'm telling you, I've embraced the EWN hoodie. Uh, you might have seen it on different episodes, but uh, if if I can get that across of, with HR, I think we found <laughs> my uniform. But uh, no, yeah, today is going to be just like that, diving in a little deeper on Jim and James. So yeah. what what we realized was Jim and I were talking about it, and there it is, Jim and I. Um, that's that's an Easter egg of every episode, I think. Uh, when I say Jim and I. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about the fact that actually we were inspired by our last guest, uh, Roger Cox, who we, we learned a lot about Roger that even Jim and I didn't know. And what we realized was that we hadn't done the same uh, for ourselves. And so we thought it would be neat to uh, turn, the, you know, turn the mic around a little bit and play the other role. So we're going to be diving into that today. We're excited about that. Also, we're going to kick it off and kind of rehash the story of uh, when Jim and I met in the industry and how we came to be, right, um, to where we're at today. I never would have thought, you know, how many years ago, four, three and a half years ago or so, that who would have thought that we would have been doing the show together all this time later. So we're going to jump into that first. I think it's an interesting story. And then we'll jump into, we just got a, a short couple of questions that Jim are gonna, and, and I are going to uh, ask each other. Yep. And uh, by the end of it, we hope you learn a little bit more about us. That's the goal. I like it. I like it. You want to kick off with our, uh, how we met in the industry? Because I tell you what, it's, uh, 
uh, it's close to my heart. And uh, you're so expressive with your uh, your thoughts. Go ahead, uh, Sir James. Mm -hmm. that, that seems like a setup. Yeah, um, I do. I, I do, do remember. Um, actually, Jim and I probably met on LinkedIn first, um, yep. and uh, we shared some, you know, uh, engagement on on LinkedIn at on different posts and. Uh, we can tell both of us were very active uh, when it came to social media and getting the word out there. So I think we kind of latched on to each other's posts and, and really started uh, building a relationship there. But it was actually at a Texas Gas Association event. I think it might have like an O&M. San Antonio? San Antonio or San Marcos? I think it was San Antonio. Yeah, it was the Riverwalk. And yeah. um, so we... We actually met there for the first time. I think even on LinkedIn, we were like, hey, we're going to be at the same event because I think Jim was talking or speaking at that event. So yep. uh, uh, I remember when Jim walked into the exhibit hall, I was uh, kind of at the EWM booth and here watched Jim. And when Jim, back then, this was the Jim with the long hair, you know, <laughs> pseudo mullet, uh, yep. again with the, 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 the white shirt, button, unbuttoned a little too far. Blazer, 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 and he rolled in like a rock star, and I was like, "Okay." And honestly, <laughs> at that point, yeah, right. I'm like, "Wow, um, the king has arrived." And so people would flock to him and talk to him right when he got there, and I was like, "All right." So anyway, fast forward a little bit, we finally connected at the event, and I remember Jim was just trying to figure out who I was, really, and and what probably if I was worth his time. And um, we, we started to discuss how I'd end up in the industry. So uh, I told him my story for those that don't know, you know, I kind of walked away from the technology side about four years ago, a little over four years ago and decided I was going to chase my passion. And so I told him that's, you know, that's how it, it came to be. And it gripped me just so you know, James, it gripped me that story. Yeah, so he was like, hold on a second. Tell me about this a little bit more. And and so I think even later on, we, we might have had dinner or something and we talked a little bit more. But, um, you know, we we, shared, we had a lot of shared. Obviously, you guys were clients back then when you were with ThinkBin. Uh, so we, we had shared events. We had shared uh, engagement at different um, times. And so, um, you know, it was years later when Jim decided to join us at EWN, and it was kind of full circle. He had created champions within the building through these relationships. Uh, and, you know, I was on board with it because of my engagement with him. Um, I think you guys had sponsored some stuff with us as well. At some of the conferences, brought some trucks out. I mean, we, we had really built up to that moment. So when Jim decided to come on board and join us at EWN, I was super excited about it. And again, looking back on it, it's funny that uh, that one interaction really built to where we are today. So Jim and I have worked closely uh, over the last couple of years. And then now Jim is actually within the same department. So we, uh, we get to share our vision and our, our goals. And obviously the, the, what would you call this? this isn't in the silver screen. It was like bronze or copper. Uh, yeah, maybe computer. Yeah, like <laughs> screen that we're on. But yeah, it's a funny story. I don't know, Jim, if you remember anything else that I didn't cover, but uh, well, it is kind of fascinating to see where we're at today. 
No, you, you hit it and it, it really goes, uh, if you take it off the surface and dive down deeper, it goes into one of my passions and that's meeting people and getting to know people and having a relationship with people and understanding them and who they are as a person. Because I travel all throughout the country and um, you know, when I see somebody for the second, 10th, 20th, 50th time, you know, I want to, it's not, it's business, but it's not just business. You, we're in this world for many different reasons. And um, it was just, you know, learning more about you and some of that stuff just, uh, as, as you said, just drew me in. And, and I loved that. And, I, and it uh, uh, still is very close to my heart every day. But I just mentioned one of my passions. And I think that that's something to really hit on for a second because um, we are human beings. And um, we're unique, you know, as much as I almost think of James and I as yin and yang. Like there's some stuff that James does that just blows my mind, you know, blows it away. And then I come in with some of the industry stuff and say, you know, this is what an, a typical oil and gas guy, and I've been in the oil and gas world for 20 years, does. But James, let me, let me uh, throw something at you because I mentioned one of my passions, What you know. Uh, if somebody were to walk up to you like I did for that first time and say, what, what are your passions in life, whether they're uh, personal or business, how, how would you answer that? Man, just right to the heart, Jimmy. He just went right to it. Just not, uh, you know, no, not me. like, uh, obviously we've changed gears now, shifted gears a little bit. So now we're in my question and answer portion. Uh, and, I, you know, we couldn't have started with like, what's your favorite ice cream or something just straight for James, what's the meaning of life? Uh, <laughs> look, I, it, it may sound funny. I've thought about this a little bit because um, people ask me this all the time. Uh, obviously, I have a love for design and, yeah. and uh, branding. I, I really enjoy figuring people out and, and what drives them to make decisions and so forth. But, you know, that's kind of the layup version, I think. As I've gotten older, what I've realized is that I've, I've really loved more and more things that take time, like anything that takes time to create. Uh, if you could have a passion for passion, I just love seeing passionate people put their heart into stuff. Um, to put it in perspective, this is a stupid story, but I'll tell it anyway, because this is what we do here. But um, I... It, not too long ago, I absolutely hated this. You couldn't even put a, a shot of tequila in front of me because of the smell, right? I think we probably all have a story when we were young of <laughs> mistakes with tequila, right? And and then that smell, you just, it's, it's a trigger, right? Like, oh my yeah. gosh, I do not want that in front of me. So anytime anyone even mentioned something like that, I'd be like, no, it didn't matter if it was the top shelf of the top shelf. Um, I didn't like it. But one day I watched a documentary on how tequila was made. Yeah. And the time it takes to grow the, the, the plant and, and all the way to creating it and the difference between silver and gold and the age and all that. And after watching that, I thought, wow, you know, from seed to seal, that's a crazy story to make something like that. And and I had a respect for it. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not a respect like I'm going to run out and slam a bottle of tequila. But 
understanding that it takes seven, maybe 12 years to make some of that stuff is amazing to me. Yeah. And that's a stupid example of it, but I just love seeing passion and when people really lean into things uh, and are able to discover and, you know, go, go to another level with it, I think is probably where my passion lies. Now, like in business, it's a little bit different for me. You know, that's like on a personal thing. I love artisan, everything. I love crafts, all that. When it comes to business, I think my passion, I mean, I love leadership. It excites me. Uh, there's always something new I can read. I love thinking that we're shaping the next generation of leaders. Yep. Uh, there's a book from uh, Todd Henry called Herding Tigers. And it's about managing creative and leading creatives. And he, he finishes the book with the thought of be a leader that makes echoes, right? That's and a good word. There's not, it struck such a chord with me because what good is a leader if it ends when you're gone, right? That's the, yep. it's the wrong mentality. And, and they say you're not a leader until you make a leader that can make a leader, right? And those, that's what drives me really in business, man. I want, I want people to know they have a voice. Cindy Mitchell mentioned it on our last, uh, or when we had her on a while back, yep. and she said, people just want to be seen, right? Yep. And I think back of early in my career when I was part of teams that I wasn't seen and how frustrating it was because I thought I had great ideas and nobody was listening. I think that there's a place for everybody and their voice and that like in business being able to drive that is a passion of mine i want everybody to be seen heard and have the spotlight for their strengths and in life and, and in business so that was big how's that, how's that for a team to well you know but that is you and you and sometimes it's hard to sum yourself up but if i were to describe you i would have described it the same way, probably not as eloquently as you did, but in the same thing, because you are very passionate and about passionate about wanting people to make sure that they are heard. And I see that every day um, in your actions. And it can be very subtle, like, oh, hold on a second, wait a minute, you know, explain a little bit more, you know, and I, mm -hmm. and I, and observing this, it's, it's really a great trait. And it's, it's something you know, it almost goes back to the TGA thing, like my passion, you know, it, it, for everybody that knows me, my passion is people, you know, whether it's family, friends, industry. I was going to ask, I was going to, that was the next set. So you set yourself up. Huh? Did you see how I did that? I was a little, little, don't, don't steal my thunder. Jim, what is your passion? <laughs> hey, that, uh, I didn't do that great of a, a job of the first one, but, but you know, it is people and uh, my family they always make fun of me because I can be at a grocery store having a conversation with somebody. They're like, do you know that person? I'm like, nah, I just met them. They're like, what are you doing? You know, why are you having conversations with all these people? And I do have a passion to just to interact with people and to maybe share some happiness. You know, I mean, I, I really like that. Mm -hmm. And I really like to learn from people. I like to understand them. And I, when I say learn, that's also business and personal, but I have to tell you, that's a problem in my world, in Jim's world, is that there isn't a division between business and, and personal. Sure. It all goes together. And in my signature on my email, 
I changed it because I used to have my phone number, my cell, and would say 24-7. And I changed it to 18-7. And somebody said, what is 18-7? And I'm like, well, I'm available 18 hours a day, seven days a week. I sleep, try to sleep six hours at a time. And I, and I just want people to know that, like, if they have my email and it's a Sunday and they have a question, shoot me text, you know? I mean, sometimes it, you know, life gets us, you know, you know, involved with many other things, but, uh, you know, how many times on a, a weekend or a Monday morning have I come back to you and say, hey, I had a great conversation with, you know, Walter yeah. from California, from, you know, Dennis from North Dakota, wherever. And uh, it just, you know, we meld personal and professional life. And I just really like it because I, I view, you know, like um, uh, Chad from Upsco called me the human switchboard where I connect people, you know, people will call me and say, Hey, do you know anybody that does X, Y, and Z? I'm like, I do. I got a guy, you know, and it's not like I'm endorsing anybody, but I just connect two people up and let them, let them do it. It might be as something as simple as a personal thing, or it could be something as big as we have an undertaking with our company and we're putting this pipeline in and yada, yada, yada. So um, that's probably one of my biggest passions. And again, I have to emphasize family and personal. I mean, they're so important family's everything to me it really I can see is. that all right i'm gonna go right into another one you got you got the microphone you got it all right all so right. along the same lines who or what motivates you well that's interesting well um interesting i, I would say oh that's a hard one you know <laughs> i started with this a little bit so obviously everyone knows that we we at least had access to these questions before. Yep. So we could yep. formulate some kind of response. We, exactly. we did workshop the idea of just coming in here completely cold and not knowing the questions. And we decided down the road, maybe once a quarter or so, we'll do a rapid fire like, you know, you won't know the questions. Here's 25 questions. Give me your gut. Those will be uh, fun. These we knew were a little more important, and it really did tell our story. So, uh, yeah. A little bit of time to think about it, but who or what? Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, and I, I, I was uh, kind of pausing there for a little bit. Like people sometimes also say, if you can go back in history, who would you meet? What person would yeah. you meet? I thought about that question, but it's mm -hmm. such a loaded question. Well, my answer has to be the, the one person that also motivates me every minute of every day, and that's Jesus. So sure. I will say that, bar none. Sure. Um, and I would also say, too, in the world, everything from, I, I know, like, I work very hard for my family. And so when, you know, I work a lot of hours and I can't spend time with the family, but I'm doing it because I'm working for my family. Mm -hmm. I'm working for them. So they motivate me. Um, leaders in the community motivate me. When I say community, let's just say, you know, people, you know, from out, when I say community, industry, uh, energy industry, there's so many people that I learn from people that are, you know, CEO level, you know, all levels, you know, and I can, I, I get motivation from a lot of folks. So that's kind of, so you kind of stole my thunder a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, but that's okay. Jump uh, in, jump yeah. in. So, so my family motivates me too. Yeah. That's my big driver. Um, you know, I told my son, I tell my son all the times that we, we do things for our last name around here, not for our first name. And I don't remember who said that, but it was always something that stuck with me that, um, you know, 
I, I'm just like you. I've put a lot of time and effort into, you know, making strategic moves at different times for our family and for jockeying for new jobs and taking lateral moves when it was a better fit for down the road. And God help them when, when I decided just to walk away from everything, they were there too. But I think just them knowing, I want them to know that it's all in the betterment of our family. Like that's always my focus. And, you know, in business, it's probably a little bit different for me. This is going to sound wild. And I've thought about this a lot. And um, I, I love over delivery. Okay. Yes, it sounds silly, but well, you uh, do. if I go and get coffee and they go an extra mile from me, that's the kind of service I want in my life. Not because I feel entitled that it should be that way, because that's what I want to provide as well. And I don't care if it's internal or external customers. Um, I want to over deliver in every facet that, that possible. I love the little touches, the little things are the big things always with me. And I like when people get in the minds of others and really figure out how they're going to feel. They've soul searched it and did something above and beyond, you know, care packages, handwritten notes, you know, all those things are so important when I look at character as a whole yep. that I want to, I want to do the same thing in that round. And I like seeing it in my teams. I like seeing it in other teams. I like seeing it with clients and other people we make those bold connections with. Because when they're, we're aligned with a little bit of over-delivery, we know everybody's going to benefit. But that one's a little odd, but I see it all the time, and it always makes a difference for me. Yeah. You know, nope, I, it's when you've got that first iPhone, and it, it did that thing for you that you're like, how did it even know or the first time? You remember when Outlook or, or Gmail changed, and it would remind you when you didn't attach that document? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's a feature, but when you can get in my mind and really go that next level of effort, that's huge. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, it motivates me every day. How can I over-deliver and, and make a difference for somebody? Well, let me, let me hold on a second. So based on that, too, you know, I'll share mine in a second. But, you know, when your eyes open in the morning, James, you know, what, what does that look like for the first two, three, five minutes, 10 minutes? What, 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 is, what is James Cross doing when his eyes open up in the morning? Ah, uh, man. Uh, I have a three-year-old daughter, you know? So sometimes my eyes open to her eyes opening almost, uh, you know, that terrifying feeling when you're sound asleep and, and uh, you don't hear them walk in the room and they're like, uh, sometimes yeah. that's reality, right? But, but no, I mean, really for me, are all my parts working? Number one, you know, can I stand up? Can I walk? Can I get moving for the day? And then secondly, you know, that God bless us with a new day. And, yeah. um, I try not to take that for granted, but I know I do. And I know that's okay. But I said to my son one time after I just had one of those days, you know, and just, Everything had just went against me that day. I was playing the victim. I, I think I, had, I was actually apologizing to him one day on one of those days. And maybe I'd raise my voice or something. And I was just talking to him. And he said, and he was young at the time, not the, not, 
nine-year-old giant that I lived with, live with now, but more of like the five-year-old, you know, four or five-year-old version. And he said, it's okay, Dad, we can try it again tomorrow. We get another shot. And so usually when I wake up, I think to myself, here's that another shot, right? Like, yep. yep. all right, what are you going to do with it, right? Because sometimes we just get moving in the rat race. We're on our phone. We do all the things and got to hit the ground running. But yeah, either way, it's another shot. Yeah. Yep. What about I'm, you? Yeah, I'm kind of, well, you know, I, I, jump out of bed going at 90 miles an hour. So, I mean, first thing, you know, when I wake up, you know, thank God for another beautiful day, first of all, let my eyes open up. You know, uh, this person right here, Ms. Tammy Bomia, my fiance. I've heard about her. What's that? I've heard about her. You might've heard about her, yeah? We met one time, she immediately forgot. Oh, she knows you, she knows more people than I do in the industry. And uh, she loves you. She always asks about you, and uh, we we're Game of Thrones nerds together. If nothing else, we're Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. We always have Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know, and and she she got me hooked on that, and uh, um, but uh, you know, uh, waking up to three dogs, and you know, wondering, you know, I have family spread throughout the United States, from Minnesota to Nashville to Austin, Texas, to all over Chicago, where I grew up in Chicago. But I think about family and such, and then I just get really, really rolling. And I'm a, I'm definitely a morning person. Come nighttime, you know, by that time I'm so spent. So Yeah, I turn uh, into a pumpkin for sure. Oh, I do. I do. And it's just, you know, like in the morning, I want to make sure my ducks are in a row and the, the day is lined up and I'm a, I feel like I'm ahead of it. I never like to feel like I'm behind the eight ball or trying to catch up. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Seriously, going on, checking Outlook, and I, I already know what's on there, but I still have to look at it, look at tomorrow, look at the next day, see what we got lined up, uh, because that way <clears throat> I can do what I do the best throughout the day by staying ahead of it. And what I do is I connect the dots, talk to people, m- put things in motion, and I want to be able to give them the time to do that. And if I feel like I'm behind the eight ball, then it's not a very comfortable conversation. Like right now, I'm actually on vacation, and uh, you and I are having a wonderful conversation. And I, I, I wouldn't change this day anyway. When you know, you said, "Are you sure you want to do it on your vacation?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me? This is my life." You know, so that's that's about the first things I think of in the morning. So, well, good. And and I just talked about those kiddos, and I'm well prepared for one of them. I just kind of heard them arrive back. They were visiting grandparents, and so if they come sliding in here. Listen, guys, we're going live. It is what it is. Absolutely. Uh, So, Jimmy, along those same lines, right, what keeps you up at night? Everything does. I generally (laughs) sleep two hours at a time, you know, get up throughout the night. And no old jokes here. I am a father and grandfather, but it's the mind doesn't stop. You know, it's everything right now, COVID. It's, um, you know, everything in the world right now, all those things right now. But also it's business, it's family, you know, and when I say business, I was thinking about it last night. Again, I'm supposed to be on vacation, but I had a couple ideas. I'm like, that's a good idea. I got to remember that we're going to bring that up when I get back in the office well, or I'll shoot an email today. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, for me, I can't turn it off. And I, I'm envious of people that all of a sudden at six o'clock at night, they're like, I'm done. You know, now I'm in my other world and I just can't shut it off. But that's okay. 
I'm used to it. And uh, um, I just want to make sure that the company's good, that the people are good, that our industry is good, that they're safe. You know, the first, you know, in the morning too, you know, I check uh, uh, pipeline news and natural gas news just to make sure nothing went awry. You know, I worry about people and uh, we're in a very critical infrastructure business. Uh, the a great portion of the United States is related in some form or faction to our company. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we're doing the best we can do to make the best for our company. I'm sorry, for our industry, through our companies. So I think about all that stuff, James. So, you know, it's. What a loaded that, question. huh? It was very loaded. What, now, doesn't, me, what doesn't keep Jim up at night? That's, really that, that's, that's more it, you know, I, I, I dream for the day that I could maybe sleep, uh, you know, six straight hours. That would be cool, but. I have similar, um, you know, I, I kind of, when I was thinking about it, I was like, during this time, it's different, right? Like, there, we, we have a lot of added anxiety and different things that are impacting us, and there's yep. no doubt about our answer today might be totally different than, uh, you know, hell, it, a couple of days from now, at this point, the way things accelerate and, and decline so quickly during this pandemic, I think all of us are struggling with that. But, you know, I'm like you, it's hard to turn some of this off at times. Uh, you know, opportunity and excitement a lot of the time keeps me up. I, I'm blessed to be able to see, you know, what almost feels like I can see into the future at times when, when I'm passionate about something. and and those times make it a little tough to, to turn it off. And I, um, I wake up sometimes and jot down a note or go ahead and, you know, use Slack and get a message across because yep. passionate about what we do. Right. And that yep. you can't knock that. I, I wouldn't change it. I'll, I'll skip sleep over opportunities and excitement. And honestly, a three-year-old, she, <laughs> at times she, she definitely impacts me too. Uh, it's a blessing, um, you know, all that we have. And that's, that's one thing, James, you know, I say a lot, Tammy says it a lot. And, you know, with everything going on, we also have to just take a step back and say, wow, how blessed we are, you know, all the great things that we have, not the things that are being inhibited right now or can't travel here and da 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 and all that. You know, what about the good things and the good things that are coming about of uh, everything that's coming or going on right now? And, um, you know, just got to keep that positive attitude. And uh, I, I find that, you know, especially like you and I, when we talk, you know, after, after our conversations, I'm always like, all right, yeah, that's what I needed to hear, you know? Yeah. And you can tell when it's a difference between, you know, when it's contrived, like pep rally style and oh yeah, when yeah. You just have a general disposition towards positivity, I think makes a big difference. Yep. Well, you know, in, in your world, though, and um, when you look back over the years, or even now, you know, um, what's been the biggest influence, you know, in your life, James, you know, you've kind of hit on a few things already. But if you were to, if you were to say, you know, and when I say influence, it could be influencer or influence. And I, I want to make sure that there's two different things. So, cause I, I have a couple different ones I'm going to hit on. So I want to throw that at you. Um, yeah, I thought about this one a lot too, because, you know, I, I don't know what drives that, that 
passion for leadership and, and for, you know, doing a good job and, and putting your family on your back and, and your friends and your community and so forth. Like, and honestly, for me, it's, my, my granddad was a very big influence on me, my grandpa, and he, not to get all mushy and stuff, because that's not what it's about, uh, rest in peace. Right. He was a good dude. Yeah, he was a good dude. Uh, he was a hard worker. You know, that generation that, that was molded by the Great Depression and how hard they had to work, you know, and work through it all. Uh, he was a big influencer of mine. And, uh, you know, my dad died early when, when I was five. Um, and so he was a father figure for me. So obviously that helps. But at the same time, man, as a worker, that dude worked his butt off. I mean, he, he worked all day long in a, in a small engine business of his own, like uh, lawnmower repair and sharpening and stuff like that all day long. And then would go to sleep at five or six o'clock in the afternoon and then wake up and go to a night watching job at 10 o'clock at night and go through all the schools and, and come back. He'd be at the breakfast table at six, uh, eat breakfast and then go out to a shop and do it again. And wow. I can tell you, he was a night watchman for 22 years, I believe. And that's, that was a very influential time in my life, right? I mean, they say a lot of your habits happen around that four or five-year-old age. That's how old I was. So I was grasping for people or things that could teach me how to do it. And, um, you know, he paid me minimum People probably get tired of hearing this, but my grandpa paid me minimum wage when I was four. I would <laughs> sit there, I'd make four and a half dollars or four twenty-five. Uh, as a four-year-old, I might go out there and work an hour, but he paid me what I was worth. And that set a tone with me as well, because yeah. um, that's, that's how I live. And that's how I manage and lead teams as well, is that same influence. And then secondly, my mom was, is amazing, still is amazing, kindest heart in the world. My leadership heart comes from my mother, without a doubt. Uh, you can imagine. Uh, how awesome she was of an influence. Uh, I hate for it to all be people, but that for me, it really was like, um, it really set the tone and how I was going to be an adult, be a, a functioning person in society. And lastly, hopefully one day be a leader. Yeah, that's really good. Um, how are you? I got to go my parents too. And I don't mean a copycat yet. No, it, it's obvious. I was going to say you actually. <laughs> just to see if I could get a, a laugh you know, out. I actually have three. So I'll do mom and dad. So dad though, growing up, uh, he worked, he had his own business. So worked six days a week, sometimes seven. He, I would get up as a kid in the morning. He'd already be gone. I mean, he would literally leave the house like at, you know, four thirty, five in the morning, come home at dinner time. And so, it used to bug me probably a little bit like, oh, I never get to see my dad in the morning. Then on the weekend on like a Sunday, you know, he would be up and at him too. And he never slept in. And as a kid, especially when I was a teenager, he would expect me, chop, chop, let's get going. You know, and all of a sudden I'm like, I like to sleep in. He's like, no, we got to do this, this, and this. And I think those work ethics, the ones I talked about earlier before where I want to get up and get my day going, that's my dad. That's me. Yeah. That's that generation as far as work ethic. Un unstoppable like oh yeah and, and he's there like, will never be a generation like it no there won't and he was like I challenge yeah. you generations all of you 
there will be never be one like it. Prove me wrong. No, I, 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 you know, it's, it's true. And, you know, I, I, I just thank him for uh, getting that instilled in my head because his idea was we can relax at the end of the day when our work is done. doesn't matter what day it is. And then, you know, mom, because dad was always working, you know, was kind of the, the, the emotional, spiritual, you know, the, wrangled me and my brother up and, you know, did us. But the third influencer, so mom and dad, but, and this is a hard one, and it may sound corny, but my industry is my third influence or influencer, how you want to look at it. And I get influence every day. Such a suck up to the industry, by the way. But it's you know, say that. I, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you name drop while we're in it? Just uh, not, not to leave out the following. Yeah, but I mean, that list would be this long. I mean, it's, you know, I'll, I'll throw Tammy in there right now. You know, because, you know, we're, we're in quarantine. Smart man, smart man. You know, we're, we're, we're in, you know, we're in Florida, South Florida, working together, both in the energy industry, both in different uh, segments of it. In one house where, you know, when do you have a video call? I have it at 1030. Okay, you take the video room, quote unquote, the master bedroom. I'll do this. But it's kind of interesting and neat because, you know, I'm talking about things in the industry. She's talking about separate things. And it's almost like being at a trade show or a conference where you can just kind of like bounce ideas off somebody. Yeah. So, um, you know, she's a, a huge influence and influencer in my, in my life. So had, if I didn't give her a shout out, you know what, mm -hmm. I'd be hearing about it. Yeah. So I, she'd probably, she's probably going to say like, you didn't mention my name again. Did you, did you bring me up? Six times this time. Um, yeah. We, there's an over and under and it was four. So, well, Jim, I think we've learned quite a bit, and and I say we, and I'm included in that today, um, about yeah, absolutely. really what drives both of us, and I hope I hope our viewership appreciates that, especially um, you know in the times that we're in, kind of knowing where someone's head and heart is helps us to uh, better connect and. Yep. Hopefully, we've provided that today. I, I've learned a lot about you, Jimmy. I'm, now it explains a lot. <laughs> and I learned a lot about you. And uh, uh, no, it was great just uh, doing this. It's kind of kind of fun just to open up and let the thoughts flow. So, all right. Well, as we always do, thank you can so I, much, everyone. Oh. Can I close this out? Can I can I do a typical close? Do it. All right. We want to thank our special guests this week, Jim and James. Um, can't thank you enough for both you guys giving us your time. Uh, we learned a lot about you today. And to our LinkedIn community, being serious, please, if you want to connect with us, hit that connect button. We want to connect with you. Send us a message. If you want to be on the show, send us a message too. We would love to have a conversation to see where that would go. Coffee with Jim and James is a sustainable entity we are going fast and forward with this and we look forward to having uh, more unique guests maybe more unique than you and i james so with that i will say so long james you want to say so long too yeah uh thank you everyone for your time and i uh, look forward to staying connected moving forward so god bless everyone god bless this industry amen